<laughs> what is up, everybody? This is Austin Live on Local. I am your host, Brian Kern, as always, here with a very lovely and talented uh, Doug Finn, a.k.a. Oddish. I was going to introduce her as Oddish. <laughs> you may have recognized that already since she's done up. We are here at DreamHack Austin 2018, uh, getting ready for the cosplay competition. And Doug Finn over here is the cosplay coordinator for so the I've entire event. <laughs> so she's been told. She has probably five or six different titles that she could be referred to as. I wear um, many hats, but in this particular day, it's leaves. It is leaves, and it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a fantastic hat. So I, well, we're going to get straight to it. Uh, mm -hmm. You're coordinating the, contest, the cosplay contest here. Right. Uh, you do it with uh, South By as well and other bigger events. Yes. How has this event been so far? I saw you busting your tail uh, <laughs> yesterday, signing everybody in and getting everybody prepped for it. So how's right. it been so far? Um, well, the great part is that so long as you do a lot of your prep work correctly, yes. the amount of fires is minimal. And so, so far, it's actually been really calm and easy. And um, I mean, I have the cosplayers to thank for that. I um, was really like happy and lucky and blessed to see a lot of really great cosplayers coming back for this event. So, um, yeah, everything's been going really great so far. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, so we actually had the opportunity to work with the cosplay portion of the event pretty closely. Mm -hmm. uh, went out and did some promotional events and we're able to get a bunch of people just really interested in, into it. And you guys have some awesome prizes that you're giving away. I believe grand prize takes away how much? 700 $700. And then what are the other two prizes that they're also giving away? Uh, so it's actually, uh, they, they change every now and then. As right. I may be wrong, but um, it's like 500 then 100 And it's money spread between first, second, and third for both masters. Uh, novice, uh, journeyman, and then we also have kids awards. So, so actually, we have a lot of awards. So you have different stages of yes. how pro these cosplayers are. Yes. <laughs> uh, we saw a little bit of them yesterday. I noticed a couple of them walking around yesterday. We saw Master Chief. We mm -hmm. saw uh, a bunch of different Fallout characters. But today <laughs> they came out in droves, man. And you got yeah. a lot of people with a lot of talent out here. We actually uh, caught a, a, some footage of a couple of different people. Some lady said that she had spent over 5,000 hours on her costume. Wow. And then we met a couple that were doing their first contest. So this is yes. really bringing in a whole wider range of people um, right. under one roof. Was it, was it hard putting the promotion out there and getting people interested? Have you seen a good success turnaround with cosplay here in Austin? And um, so Austin has always been great to us in terms of just bringing out the top of the best. Uh, just we sometimes people like oh what are your numbers and we're like well we've got 40 people for example and they're like only 40 people and i don't think they understand the level and quality of some of this work i mean we have for example team usa is here uh there i mean it's really really just beautiful outfits that do come out when you say team usa what do you what do you mean <laughs> so um, they were actually outside a little while ago. I don't know if you saw them, but it was like the Final Fantasy, like the judge outfit and stuff like that. Okay, um, I might have missed that one. And uh, I, would, I might even be able to go out there and flag them down in case you want to say hi or something. But okay. uh, they represent um, USA in some of these competitions, like, really? for example, the World Cosplay Summit, uh, things like that. Um, I, I don't really want to say too much about them because I don't know what I should or shouldn't say and or what, what I'm allowed to. Hey, no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you can, I mean, if you, we're bringing in uh, the team that represents the country in this kind of stuff, it's got to be a big Well, see, deal. we don't bring them in. They no, entirely the choose. Itself, right, yes, right. The so they see, they mm -hmm. see some sort of value in coming out to Austin and supporting exactly. the community out here, which is awesome. Is, is, and it helps that they're local. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So. Austin is just, they, it's just filled with so many great cosplayers that that's why we are just so lucky that they can come out to events like this. So that was my next big question because mm -hmm. a, a running theme for DreamHack has been uh, community building. 
Yes. Uh, we actually spoke with Peter Perez, who's uh, marketing and advertising for the event. And when he was on the podcast, he was talking about how it's really important that everybody kind of spreads that community vibe amongst one another yes. because there are a lot of people that are maybe reluctant to get into different mm -hmm. uh, different types of, of hobbies, but they also maybe aren't aware of the community that surrounds them. Oh, yeah. So the, the community building aspect of this event has been one that's been, I think, very strong. Mm -hmm. Have What are you guys doing in terms of the cosplay community individually to try to spread awareness about it, get people involved? Are you doing groups? I know that there's a couple of Facebook groups, but are there meetups? What do you guys do? Yes. So one thing that people may or may not be aware of is for the, just like every other community has their core group and then people that join in every now and then, the awesome thing about cosplay is that they are so willing and accepting of new people to join and they're willing to help them uh, both with their outfits and with their skills and they share a lot of the uh, just technology. I mean, it's a weird way to think of right. it as technology, but it's like, hey, did you know that if you take EVA foam and do this and this to it, it suddenly looks like real armor, you know, and things like that. And that's something that um, I have found that is not as uh, open in other communities. For example, like um, if somebody finds a technique that gives them a leg up, they may try to keep it secret in order to do yes. like a lot of like, oh, I'm going to win, but I'm going to keep my opponents from winning. But in the cosplay community, um, there have been times where it's five minutes before stage time and you have somebody who's who's a runner up for what you know a master's category and you know they're going to get first second or third or something like they're going to win something right. and then a mishap happens uh something and like oh shit a part of their i don't know if i can say that no, you're <laughs> okay it's like part of their cosplay like malfunctions right and you have people all around them in direct competition with them just come together to do their best to put it back together just to be able to get it on stage and for it to look good and i don't really see that level of camaraderie in many other competitive events right. which is i mean it's just it's wonderful about cosplay so because of that the community is very strong there's lots of events that happen outside of conventions or like weekly meetups monthly meetups people will meet up at each other's houses you may not or, or, or restaurants or just um even like joanne's will sometimes lend out their back rooms just so people can come together and work on projects nice. like it's a very uh, close-knit community where everybody knows everybody and if you don't know everybody you know the friend of the friend that knows the person that knows that person like everybody knows everybody right. it's really great and so yeah the communities are very strong we did a panel uh yesterday that had a lot of collegiate representatives for esports out here and they were mm -hmm. talking about uh, community building and one of them referenced we're actually going to be interviewing him later today his name's brennan uh, he referenced that being a very cutthroat culture in certain areas mm. and a lot of people do share their secrets and if they think they have like that golden ticket they're going <laughs> to hold it tight to their chest they're not mm -hmm. going to spread that awareness and he spoke to that being something that needs to go to the wayside if they expect the esports community and the gaming community as a whole to to expand and become uh, a tighter net more mainstream because that's their that's their end yeah. goal i think that that's something that uh that's just a constant message through all of the facets and all of the things that we get in DreamHack. Mm -hmm. uh, the gaming, those niche cultures that are now blowing up, becoming yeah. mainstream, uh, seeing the success that people have and seeing that camaraderie, camaraderie amongst uh, the people that are involved, I think is going to not only help boost those communities, but it's also going to uh, spread a positive, a more positive message or a different type of awareness surrounding. Well, them. not even that in and of itself, but it also makes not just the community stronger, but it makes the technique stronger it makes the scene stronger yes. in terms of for example i'll give you a quick example nope. 10 years ago you saw somebody with today's average level cosplayer uh the talents um armor or even you know 
just even craft building. And you would be like, oh my God, that is the best coffee I've ever seen in my life 10 years ago. Now it's considered like standard, normal yeah. baseline. And the reason why is because everybody shares their techniques. So everybody as a whole, the community as a whole improves their skill and it just keeps raising the bar more and more and more. And so when you have a new person come into the community, they're almost inundated with this barrage of uh, just information right. that is both on websites uh, yeah. that they can get on forums or in meetings or in person or even at conventions. And they have this just beautiful stepping stone that they can just climb up a ladder of uh, improve their talent, their, their skills. Um, and you wouldn't have that if people didn't share their experiences or their knowledge. Right. And uh, with it being just a, a booming, mm-hmm. uh, a booming business or, or oh yeah and now you have entire businesses all over the place and it's every month they're yeah. doing some sort of competition and it seems like they're also integrating cosplay into other focused events like gaming oh yeah uh, you know like bigger concerts bigger weekend mm-hmm. festivals uh so it's it is man it's well not on. just that but also businesses there are entire businesses that cater to cosplay um I was at Joann's, uh, one of the little companies that is inside of Joann's, McDougal. They had a magazine that they put out, and it's got, you know, stuff that you would assume your grandma, like quilting and stuff like that. And they have an entire page dedicated to cosplay materials, and it literally has the word cosplay on it, and they'll have, like, classes advertising for it. And you're like, this is a legitimate company. They're in Joann's, you know, and they're they're labeling their stuff specific for cosplay. Using the term. Using Using the the term cosplay. And you're like, that was unheard of. Right. Like, and now you stop the average person on the street and you're like, do you know what cosplay is? And they're like, isn't that that thing they do at comic cons where they dress up? They used to not eat. They'd never even heard the word before. And it's just, it go and the same with gaming, you know, it just goes to show that people are starting to take this not just seriously, but it's also, they're aware that it exists. Yeah. And you're also getting a different, you get different aspects, I think, along with the cosplay. Someone in particular that we pay attention to is Megan Turney, who's actually going to be mm-hmm. doing some of the judging for the competition. Yeah, she is one of our judges. And uh, her the photos that she does in her cosplay, she's off in exotic lands. She's in mm-hmm. Iceland, <laughs> uh, looking like the chick from Game of Thrones. She's all over the place. And it's not just uh, the mm-hmm. simplicity of her mimicking a, a character or looking like a character, but it's all the work and the effort that's put into mm-hmm. the environment to actually dialing down the details and being a character to where you're traveling. Yeah. You're putting in this this uh, exorbitant amount of effort to to recreate something. And a lot of people are just recognizing how much talent and skill really mm-hmm. goes into it. And you do get people that are new and fresh into the game and they're creating costumes that you would expect a pro to make. Exactly. We work with a couple in California that have maybe been doing it two, three years and they've got pro looking I mean, to me, they're pro-looking costumes, but I'm also noob to all this. Yeah. So I that don't know. moment when you're like, wow, your outfit looks better than the one that they made for the Hollywood movie. I mean, <laughs> and, and you can get those average because to me, I would say I'm a mediocre cosplay fan. Like I follow a lot <laughs> on Instagram and I, I'm, I'm into it. But again, I'm into it for the aesthetics. I don't I don't you know, mm-hmm. build the costumes or anything like that. It's and an art so, that you can appreciate. It is when you see someone and you're and you're scrolling and you think you're looking at like a movie poster. Yeah. or a scene from a movie or a show and it's actually someone just dressed up and doing mm-hmm. something really cool. I mean, that's awesome. It's fantastic. So, mm-hmm. you blew me away earlier when you said that you were doing this for 18 years, right? Yes. You had to do this whole number counting thing and I was like, 18 years? <laughs> Since 2000. We're in 2018. 18 years. So, what got you into cosplay? What kind of took you down that road and, and um, what makes it... So, and this, this is actually part of the whole community thing we were yes. talking about. Um, I've always been into the whole like Halloween thing. It's like, oh my God, whoa, who cares about Christmas and Thanksgiving? This is the month that I get to be who yep. I want to be. And so that that was my kind of like little beginning intro. And I think that is for everyone. But then I saw on the internet 
um, these two these two cosplayers, Limit Break Cosplay, I will never forget. And their level of cosplay just blew my mind. And I remember thinking, I want to do that. I want to be that. Because they became the characters. And so it's like, like you know, nowadays you see these people who have never done cosplay before, but they see somebody and they idolize them like, oh my God, that is beautiful. And then they, they're, they, they're told by those people, you can do it too. And it's like, just yeah, and you're just like, oh my God, I can. And so when I saw <laughs> that, I was like, I can do that. I want to do that. And so I started, you know, working on it. And it took me the better part of, I'd say like five years to even create an outfit that I wasn't ashamed to, to show like in competition. And I mean, you should never be ashamed to show any of this, but like competitive level. Yeah. Outfits. You don't want to fall <laughs> out on something or yeah. maybe think that you're not up to speed. Or, yeah. yeah. I was, I was telling you earlier, it's like you have your work cosplays, the ones that have to be mobile to work around in. Then you have your con floor cosplays, which are the ones you just, you know, dick around with your friends. And then you have your competition cosplays. And, yeah. yeah. Those you only bring out when you're ready to, <laughs> like don't get me wrong guys some of these outfits that you you, oh, you think in your mind you're like how is that person walking around and you're like well that's because they only do it for like two minutes yeah <laughs> across the stage the, they're just there for the pictures and for the, yeah the or um I know some people that have these gorgeous outfits and they'll work months and months and months to get these done and they'll wear it for an hour at the convention and that's it. that's all they can handle because they they cannot physically stand the strain of wearing it for longer. Yep. And that's because it's so such an intensive outfit. Um, and not just that, but also you don't want to be stopped every literally every thirty seconds for photos for hours on end. It, it it's very tiring. You need to eat after a while. But what I'm getting at is, yeah, that's what it was. It was seeing somebody else's beautiful outfit and thinking, oh my god, that I want to do that. I want to do that. It's kind of like when you're a little kid and you see, a, like, you know, you're watching football or something right. and you see a player yeah. and you're just like, that's my idol. It's like, I want to try and do that. And then you go to, you know, high school and you're like, I'm going to be on the football team. And then you, you realize, oh, Bettis yeah. Comic Con and it's cool. Yeah. And before you know it, you're, you're like, you know, being scouted and you're just like, wow, and the dreams do come true. Except this is cosplay. <laughs> right? no, kind of, we live in the dream within the dream because you get to fantasize and be in this weird yeah. realm of creating this different character. And then you get to go back to being you and you get to kind of pick and choose what to do. <laughs> So it's nice. Mm -hmm. um, so you're obviously a cosplayer for life. You're a lifer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, apart from coordinating this event and actually being involved behind the scenes, what are you excited for? Who's here that, that you think is going to steal the competition or that you think oh. has showed up and really brought their A game? Uh, we've got lines forming outside. We're going to be getting interviews and stuff before <laughs> and after. But people are, are packing the place out for this competition. So oh. it's going to be a big deal. Who do you think is going to come out on top? Or who do you think is going to come in with something to Honestly, honestly, I don't want to say because I don't okay. want to either jinx right. it or like, okay, I have zero to do with who wins. Yep. Um, and all I'm going to say is like, these are my friends. I hope they win, but I, I have no control over that. So I don't, I don't even want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> um, but I know that the judges are phenomenal. I mean, they're, they're pros beyond pros. So they're going to pick the, the perfect winners and the people that win are going to deserve every every bit of what they won very cool. so yeah I, i'd rather not like hey, i don't no, want to jinx that's, it <laughs> that's totally fine uh, do you do 
what's what's one costume that's kind of blown your mind already that you've seen? Ooh. I saw this lady that was walking around in like this orange mech suit. <laughs> oh yeah, with all the LED parts. lights. Yes, and yes. The, the gears and stuff ah. were moving behind her, and she was walking around. And she looked very uncomfortable. <laughs> she looked like she was out of her element, but she looked like she was having fun. Uh, that's been probably my go-to, or the Predator. The Predator dude. Oh jacked. yeah. So I, I'm a yeah. huge fan of Predator. So as soon as I saw his outfit, I like yeah. flipped out and screamed across the hallway, and I totally forgot that I was in charge of things, and I just fangirled <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> right, right. He like, like, cause I don't have my badge on or anything, and he's just like, who is this? Like, you know, just like, going crazy, <laughs> right? <over here. laughs> um, so um, I'm actually gonna like. I don't know if he'll win. I'm not going to say that he is. I'm not going to say that he's not. I don't know. It's up to the judges. But like, um, so there's there's a cosplayer. Um, oh, what? Uh, I know him as Joe. Uh, he's a buddy of mine, and he actually won the last event I was at. Um, Sledge Sledgehammer cosplay, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you guys talk to him, and he's got, like, the armor on and everything. The last event he was at, he won uh, plane tickets to Japan. Duh. That was a J Japan Festival of Houston. Very cool. And so uh, I was super excited to see him, you know, on stage accepting the big giant Czech award to go to Japan. And so it's like, he doesn't know this yet, but I'm totally going to find out when he goes and then also go there and just coincidentally meet him in Japan. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right. Be like, June! Right. So, oh, this is dedicated. Uh, right? <laughs> You're here too? Wow! No. Surprise. <laughs> I didn't book my plane ticket after yours and follow you. Right? Uh, but that is one of the issues that I sometimes get get um, with a lot of these calls because everybody knows everybody and we're all super you know tight uh, I have to make sure that people understand I have no control at all over who wins anything so just because disclaimer disclaimer there's no <laughs> inside business going on this isn't boxing yeah <laughs> like uh, I'm never the judge ever no. the judges have been labeled they're famous people they're known in the community yes <laughs> But um, so I'm excited to see all these people go across the stage. We have some kid cosplayers. Oh, there was this one kid. Oh, I can't remember the kid's name uh, because they're new. They, they're like, this is their first time competing, but they made their outfit. They're like 13 and it's really nice level like craftsmanship. And sometimes you get these kids that come in and they're like, yeah, I'm like 10, I'm 12. And you look at their outfits and, and you're like, oh, did your mom help you with this? And they're like, no, I made it. And I'm just like, oh, and you crazy. think like in five years, you are, oh, you're going to be terrifying on stage you know like like the scale can only go up <laughs> that's, that's something cool to, that's a cool perspective to look at too where it's going to go from here yes. especially with technology like you see a lot of people using drones implementing different types of equipment and mm -hmm. or 3d printing yes oh. i was going to bring that up when you yes. mentioned costumes and people sharing their ideas or techniques that work mm -hmm. best we actually work with a company debt 13 they're going to be here later for it um they one of their guys that, that runs that just got a couple 3d printers and he's been making uh, all his equipment through it. And mm -hmm. that with that technology and the way that people are sharing their information, we're oh, going to yeah. be seeing some crazy shit within the next uh, five years. I don't doubt oh, it. Oh, yeah. All. And then some of the stuff that they've come up with yes. that you never would have thought of. For example, you're like, oh, I can print a 3D object. Cool. Did you know that if you print a couple of layers then put like mesh netting, then print the rest of the layers, you can basically print 3D fabrics? Yeah. Mm. Right? And it's just mm. like... <laughs> what so it's and you never would have known about that had the person that figured that out not posted it everywhere and like right. people are like oh what and then they share their files so it's really awesome i love this community because we just it is so open to the idea of sharing not just their own techniques but also any discoveries that they come up with yeah that's yeah. awesome and i uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that it's going to be uh quite the site tonight we're excited yeah. about it we're going to be doing interviews prior and <laughs> post um and yeah, we're really, really excited for the turnout. Mm -hmm. It's been a blast working with the competition and actually being out in
promoting it. Uh, and there's been some fantastic pieces out there. So if you guys are watching us through our live streams today, if you guys are keeping up with us, make sure to check out the cosplay competition. It starts at seven o'clock. We're going to be in there probably with two or three different cameras rolling. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, we're Yay. excited. Anything you want to shout out or share before we get off the air? Um, or? Whether you think you're good or not, go to a convention. Just check it they're out. Fun. Yeah, there's so much fun. And check out the cosplay competition. You never know when you see that one person and you're just like, oh, my God, this changed my life. And you never know where it's going to take you. I never would have guessed like 18 years ago that I'd be here right now. Yeah. Like, it was. I mean, you never would have thought this, you know. And I'm sure that some of these other pro cosplayers, you know, you asked them 10 years ago, would you have seen yourself being as a professional cosplayer? And they're like, no, never. You never know what's going to happen, you know. Enjoy yourselves. Just have fun. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you, Doug. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Oddish, we really appreciate it. Um, what were you saying? Oh, yes. So don't forget, <laughs> Austin Live and Local on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are going live all day. Uh, did you have any social medias? Um, you Doug. can find me on Facebook, Doug Finn Cosplay. And if you just type in Doug Finn Cosplay into Google, you'll get all my social media. <laughs> and it's D-U-G-F-I-N, Doug Finn. Yes, D-U-G-F-I-N-N. -N. All right. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you for doing no that.